Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hi, Hi Petty bitches. bitches. This is Davina Devine. And this is Victoria Secret, a.k.a. your two oh, favorite Dublin, Dublin drag divas. divas. <laughs> <laughs> TM, terms and conditions apply. Divas may not actually be divas. <laughs> Uh, we've had a lot of new people who are now have just started joining i can't hear you in my thing does that make can you not oh there you go now now you can't sorry about that we're having some testicle issues here (laughs) (laughs) and we're raw and authentic so i'm not cutting that out no 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 no. we're warts and all including on the last episode a minute and 54 silence that was a eurovision that was for um that was for leslie that was a minute silence it was it was nothing to do with me not moving the track up and deleting that silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've had loads of new listeners mm-hmm. and people that are binging the podcast. So if you've just joined from this episode, we're going to give you a little yeah. uh, description of what the podcast bloody is. We do love a binge. We have to say any kind of binge. <laughs> we're your binge sisters. <laughs> the bingeettes. <laughs> so every, I don't know, you like yes. to call it bi-weekly. Yeah, I love that. I like, yes, you can catch us every, uh, by thir- uh, bi-weekly, bi-Thursday, <laughs> bi-local. <laughs> <laughs> bye bitch <laughs> bye bye uh, and you can enjoy some salacious hot topics oh killer interviews <laughs> and more importantly who the fuck's been grinding yeah, our tits, tits that week titties. oh me tits oh god there's a lot of grinds isn't there <laughs> I feel like a like a, a secondary school student there's so much grinding going on <laughs> but most of all we want to encourage everyone who listens to stay the fuck petty yes. because if you're not staying petty some bitch is gonna walk all over you we can all be a little petty mm-hmm. and you're in the right place so <laughs> Stay my petties. So welcome to all our new yes. petty bitch friends, especially to our new Patreons. But let's get into it, Tavina. Let's have a bit of a girly gossip. Let's do it.
Now, today's orchestra was brought to you by Dolly Grip in association with... That would be a great contemporary dance piece, wouldn't it? <laughs> do you remember that people were doing that on TikTok and stuff? They were just dancing to, like, the mm-hmm. theme tune of EastEnders? Yes. I do quite enjoy and that. And I love the sexy dancing to it, like, yes. like totally, like, Can crumping. I just say, on this, the topic of TikTok, I'm obsessed with Bailey Mills. Um, Bailey Mills. I think it's Bailey Mills 99. Bailey J Mills 99. If you haven't checked him out, um, a drag queen from... I mean, seems to be in Manchester constantly at the moment, but just a funny bitch. Always looking for her glasses. Always. Definitely. So, so good. And I'm obsessed. My favourite one is where he just comes into the kitchen dress in a dressing gown. And he's like, how's school? And they're like, you talk to the child. And then he just goes, pack it at crisps, up to bed. Pack it at crisps, up to bed. Or how much? How cheap as chips. Cheap. I I have this. I have this. Please check him out. out. I honestly watch every fucking video. I can't get enough. And I had to send him a mail. I was like, girl, I am obsessed. And she's like, oh, thank you, honey. You're such an icon. I was like, I didn't even know she fucking knew. He seems really sweet. So sweet. Let's start off with a a bit of a a diva and icon. Cruella came out this yes. week. Yes. Oh, very good. Let's say mm-hmm. it together. We both thought it was going to be shit. We had low expectations. Very low yeah. expectations. Emma Stone's kind of one of those things that I'm like, oh, do I want to like be her friend or do I want to absolutely hate on her? She's one of those people I just think she kind of comes across quite plain Jane, but then mm. when, every time I see her in a movie, she's actually quite good. She's kind of good. Yeah. yeah. So, and do you know she's a massive Spice Girl fan as well? Okay, you have me. Yeah. You, I'm so one. What, who's her favourite one? Uh, I think... I actually can't remember. She was on one of those Jimmy Fallon's or something and they surprised her with a Spice Girl. I think they surprised her with Mel B and I don't think Mel B was her favourite. <laughs> <laughs> but she's she was iconic in that. And very draggy, wasn't it? Very draggy. But mm. who... Uh, which Spice Girl message would you get disappointed by if you got one? No, you have to. Don't be nice. I wouldn't I'm going to tell you out of all of them if I was to get a message from any of them, I'd be like... Oh God, it was Emma. I wanted the other four. <laughs> Do you know, I I I kind of thought that, but I I had newfound respect for her when I saw her slug in a can of Guinness at Croke Park. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I know, I, and also she was the only one when they came to Dublin. They went to after after party and they were drinking in Sophie's. She, her and Mel B were the only ones that stayed up drinking. Oh, so I so, have Sophie's for is our mate, by the way. They went to a lock-in Sophie's. in Sophie's. Sophie's. Uh, she lives down by the river. It's very, yeah. very glad. No, Sophie's the restaurant we're talking about. Having a ball. Yeah. Well, so indoor dining. Yes. Yeah, so, Cruella. Cruella, sorry. Yes. Mm. Uh, Cruella was fab. And I am I think there'll be a sequel. Do you think? Oh, 100%. There will, won't there? And I hope, like, I hope Emma Thompson's part of it. Because I have to say. Well, she can't. She's dead. But you can't ruin it for everyone. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bleep, bleep, bleep that. Okay, bleep, Now, bleep, bleep. whether Tavina remembers to bleep, 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 by the way, Tavina is our chief editor of the podcast. Okay, yeah, I'm going to put a two-minute silence in there. <laughs> so anyway, it was really fucking good. If you haven't found it yet, don't ask us where we watched okay. it, because if you do ask, we'll be telling you the Disney app and we paid 22 euros. And okay. I'm telling you now. Yeah. <laughs> just call me Walt <laughs> <laughs> so you were going to talk about something indoor yes, dining yes I was going to say indoor dining is yeah. back well in, it's supposed to be back next month mm-hmm. but uh, I can't what were we saying there like, well, I, it's not really though outdoor dining is starting from the 7th apparently yes so the George and stuff has, has said that they're going to be opening so the George of course for those of you listening abroad is our little LGBT mothership yeah. nightclub mm-hmm. slash now, community centre if anyone's really struggling to get a table Dolly Grip has her own table mm-hmm. every night of the week and um, <laughs> what you have to do to get that table it's more is, of an Elfla little booth isn't it <laughs> to get that table you have to DM her just like nipple pictures 
football pictures. Foot, she's really into feet. Send her lots oh. of feet pictures and she'll sort you out with a table. She will, yeah. <laughs> imagine, yeah. imagine people did that. Dolly's blowing up with the DMs, blowing up for Dolly Grip. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Oh, I'd say Dolly's on the dirty Twitter. Uh, who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on you guys to send us in some dirty Twitters to review. Oh, I got so, three. Did I you? Three. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said send them to Victoria because I want to be su- surprised. So we yeah. have to see them. I have to see the virgin eyes. Which is eyes. not the truth at all. It's just you want Victoria to keep the list. Yeah, Let's that's be true. Real. Yeah, Let's that's be true. fucking real. Yeah, that's true. You keep the list. Um, so I'm, I am excited for some outdoor drinks in the mm-hmm. George. I've missed it a lot. We got a little taster of it. Uh, I can't wait for just a cool, crisp, like pint of Guinness. Oh, gross. <laughs> Speak of gross drinks, I just had an iced tea from Starbucks I w- had been thinking about for mm. ages. I love a, a Lipton a iced queen. tea. A peachy queen iced tea. And we went in and said sold out. And Victoria's like, oh, she's devastated. Mm. Like a, like an old man. She's like, she's devastated. No I told tea. the woman yeah, she was devastated. She's devastated. And I was just standing there like, I'm not actually, I can she, move on. The woman looked like she didn't give two fucks. She didn't give a fuck. She's like, not uh, one. And then uh, the, she's like, oh, we do have it. So I was like, why the fuck is the sign up? Mm-hmm. So uh, I got Too to... Too lazy. Yeah. It's like when you go to my McDonald's. That's like something oh, I do. The ice cream machine's broken. Yeah. You know fucking well the ice cream machine's not broken. That's like something I would do. I'd be like, put that sign up. We're closed today. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, lo and behold, it's actually gross. Uh-huh. So I'm not feeling it. It was like green iced tea. I don't know if they're all supposed to be green tea. I don't know. Maybe she misheard, but it, it was disgusting anyway. So your official verdict is? Uh-uh. Filth! Filth. Filth. Won't be having one, one more of them. Filth. Um, in other news, the Friends reunion happened. Now, yes. I was nervous this mm-hmm. because I fucking hate James Corden. Me too. Like, what is that Americans? Did he do a deal with America? Or? Well, he's coming back to the UK. I, I don't want him yeah. back over this side. Keep him over there. I know. he's. Did you ever see the Germany life stories? Send him to Australia. Oh, That's where all the, the celebs... Do you think he should go to Australia? <laughs> I think he should go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. That's where celebs I don't like seem to end up like going, except Jessie J. Have we successfully gotten rid of her yet? She's been very quiet lately. Oh, thank God. No. That's why she's getting rowed by Channing um, Tatum. What did you make of the Friends Union? Did you like it? I actually thought mm-hmm. it was brilliant. Firstly, I was obsessed with the lighting on Jennifer Aniston because there were certain times... Where do you know the Adams family where Morticia I had... I thought you were going to say her Adam's apple. No! <laughs> like, you know, her Adam's apple. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> no, do you know, um, in the Adams family, I think it was like values. They yes, had these the Morticia torches. lighting. Yeah. Yeah. On what was that actress called? Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. Mm. That was what was going on with Jennifer Aniston Just like, like lit from certain angles. Just a certain sort. She looked really light. good, I thought. She and I, great. I have to say, I thought Courtney Cox looked actually beautiful. Yeah, considering the bad press she'd been getting lately. She did. Now... I know the the Matt LeBlanc meme going around, which yeah. is actually gas. I love it. Yeah. Like, but enough now. It's a bit of the Bernie Swan sound. It's like, it was funny for a day. A day. A and day. then. I get that. But also, David Schwimmer just seems fucking weird. Is he a nice person or is I, he rotten? I kind of, I, I kind of like him, to be honest. Mm. Like, I, I'm, Ross was never my favourite friend. But all the interviews I've seen of him, he was on Graham Norton and stuff, he seemed mm. kind of, like, fun. He's had some weird Botox. That face is kind of, it's a bit like, what's what's the Grinch, the Grinch of Christmas? <laughs> or, you know... Well, they're all getting a little bit a older. description. You okay. know Twinks? Like, Twinks who are, like, never aging. They never age. Okay. And then all of I a thought, sudden... I didn't know where that was going to go. No. All of a sudden, that Twink who's, like, so pretty Said for twink. so long. And then all of a sudden, boom, Haggatha Krisky strikes. And they just, oh, their yeah. face goes a bit weird. And they're a bit like... Like a panto sucked on a lemon. Yes. There's a bang of that off him. Yeah. I thought it was really good, all in all. Um, Loved Justin Bieber um, making a tip of himself, mobbling. strange, wasn't it? It's like he probably wasn't even born when Friends was out. But because of Netflix, everyone's watching now. That's true. I thought it was a little bit too long. 
No, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought I enjoyed the moments where they were together on their own. Yeah. The parts with him I felt was really like it flashed was out. not needed. Yeah. Uh, and the script readings, I really actually enjoyed them. And I have to say, when I heard that they weren't doing like a proper episode, I was mm. like, oh, for fuck's sake. But actually it was perfect. Yeah, I agree. They've, they've done the show. And the I show's done. Liked, um the randomness of Cindy Crawford being there. That was kind of glam, wasn't it? And that po face, I'm not into her, Cara Delevingne. Don't care about her, but go no. back to Cindy here. Cindy. Cindy was the moment. Do you think Cindy was wearing the exact trousers? She Not have been. one fucking hope. She is about 10 foot tall. Yeah. She's like me trying to get into a pennies with a hidden Do zipper. Remember Do you remember know years what I mean? ago, I remember um, like when she was at the height of it and they always said that she used to take the coffee from the coffee maker yeah. and she'd rub it under her eyes for yeah. the caffeine and that's mm-hmm. how she was so line free mm-hmm. and all these elves were like we're rubbing, rubbing like decaf Nescafe under their uh-huh. eyes and all uh-huh. this crap and then it came out later that like Botox had been like <laughs> doing the rounds <laughs> for years before pe- the normal people could get it Cindy so, was on the down low yeah oh, good for her we loved the bit of that yeah. um, also what was the other the trick they used to put on their face that you used on your a- anus like it was like Hemorrhoid cream. Hemorrhoid cream. Yeah. And then the L ones were doing the hemorrhoid cream yeah. on their faces too. And like. then they had to stop selling it over the counter so you had to get a prescription. <laughs> so you'd be like, I've got hemorrhoids under my eyes. <laughs> I've never had hemorrhoid of Me neither, no. Um I Do you know who's had loads of hemorrhoids. Ew. Just make someone up for fun. Go on. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> no, I'm trying like trying to think. I I will tell you this story once before oh god, I don't know if I should say the story. Will I say it? What well, go on, yeah. Oh god. Go on. So I remember, oh no, I can't. It's no, everyone gross. at home right now is going, say it, okay, say so it, say it. I remember there was, uh, I was, I've seen this guy before and I remember he had really bad hemorrhoids mm-hmm. and. Give me a fake name for this, like Bernice or No, something. I'm not going to give any names for this and because <laughs> it's actually it's kind of, and I, like I remember one time I had to help with cream. Did you, oh, I thought you were going to say squeeze it. I was like, oh no, no. I had to, I had to help with cream and I, it. It stays with me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always there to help. I have to say, I, I'm not one. I like, don't mind getting my hands dirty, you, getting stuck in. You're, you're that the bitch, though, that if you see a spot, like I would be prone to the odd, like beauty spot mm-hmm. on my back or something. Yeah. Those two thumbs come at you. The divine thumbs, I'm yeah. going to call I them. I sometimes don't even ask. I just oh, you don't like... ask. You lynch. You just hop in a dressing room and all of a sudden you're like, you're like, ow, ow. And you're like, just one more second, one more I second. Remember squeezing the life out I of me. Worked, uh, I remember when I worked in... And there was this girl I worked with. She was she was like the female me. She mm. was like real messer. Didn't mm-hmm. hiding from work. Hiding from work, and mm-hmm. we used to have, we were just two like selling nothing, selling nothing too, except kisses to handsome yeah, fellas walking two by. Bad girls. She used to say to um, women that would come in, she would like this woman, be like I would like to buy this blue eyeshadow, and she was like, well, no, that wouldn't really suit you. You'd be better off you know these nice goals. And, I know who you're talking about. And she'd be like, oh no, I think I want the blue. And she said, well, there's two options. You can buy this, or you can look nice. <laughs> She used to say that to customers. Yeah, I can. And she had a spot one time. She was wearing a halter top. So it was like kind of cutting like under her bra. Mm. And she had a spot on her back. And she was like, oh God, I can't. She couldn't get to it. And I was like, do you want me to pop it? And she was like, oh, just have a look. It's right. And she couldn't reach it. So I was straight having in. Having a look for you was not no. a look. Having a look, I was like, went straight in with the alcohol. I was like, here we yeah. go. So I just gave it a good squeeze and uh-huh. it all it just it just popped right uh-huh. and whatever was in it just shot out across it was a cyst. this it was is a in this is in she shot across the thing and she goes oh 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 <laughs> and it turns out to it was a cyst it was a it was a cyst it yeah, wasn't a spot so and to squeeze a cyst by the way you have to put serious pressure on those bad boys i had to got a lot of pent up aggression working in retail <laughs> to be honest so but she, she in fairness it didn't come back <laughs> so if anyone's looking for a cyst popped <laughs> it's probably still on the floor in there like it was uh-huh. like 
like, God. it's probably on a smoke break. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, I'm not going back to yeah. that Mac counter. Any, what's the story with Mac? Is it still like as popular? I still go because I love their pencils. I love their lips, and I, I'm obsessed with the, their foundation. The business model, I think, has changed. It's still like a, an amazing brand. Yeah. But you see, when we worked for Mac back in the day, um, you were a Mac girl. I was their Mac and, girl. And just yes. to those of you who are under the age of 25, like to be a Mac girl was fucking glamorous. It was the number one makeup brand globally. Yeah. Like it was literally like the Everyone top brand. Everyone wanted on the Everybody, that yeah. And they did like all films and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. But you'd be on the counter as well yeah. and you wouldn't just wear a uniform because you'd have certain days where I'll never forget this. The theme was basically Divine Divine Day because everyone wore the black and white tie around <laughs> the neck and maybe a collar and like and like maybe a, like a glove or yeah. an accessory. Like it was really fun. And I it remember was. At the time, I thought, geez, they don't do any makeup. Well, they, they don't used do to, any work. They just they, we used to just create like a buzz, so people would come in and, and felt like it was kind of like a nightclub in a shop. Mm-hmm. It was fab. But I do remember like social media was just beginning, mm-hmm. and you weren't ever allowed to post anything or take photographs on your phone of any yeah. work that you did that was not done because oh. they wanted to be exclusive and kind yeah. of like behind the curtain, and they didn't advertise in magazines. And that's what I think changed for them because while they, they weren't stay with the yeah, trends, yeah, because it was kind of exclusive not to be doing that because everyone was doing mm-hmm. that. Mm. But then all these internet brands start coming out and yeah. they were relying on their business for social media. So the business model definitely has changed. Yeah, and you don't see like Tammy, Tammy Marie Mua on Instagram mm. tagging brands yeah. like Mac anymore. Do you, they tag like, you know, like revolution. Do you know what the number one makeup brand in Ireland now is? Charlotte Tilbury. I love their concealer. Yeah, no, but a lot of it is really good marketing. Yeah. Like it's... it's and a, I have to say that, sorry you guys, if you aren't into makeup, we'll, we'll wrap this up in a second. I love this. Yeah. They're fucking counters. I, I love them. So glam. And then you know the face charts yeah. that you can be like, I'm like that woman. Yeah. It's like a menu. When, to be fair, none of the women are like well, that woman. Well, that's, like. you see, like when people used to come into us before in, because I worked for other brands as well and they'd come in and they'd be like, oh, I want kind of smoky eye. They'd be explaining mm. to you. Your vision of what that is and the person's vision is completely different yeah. so in Charlotte Tilbury now when you walk in there's like a menu there's the Kim the mm. Dolce Vita all these looks I love so that. you just pick you like I like this but not as dark yeah. so Give it's me a visual vibe. yeah because it just that. means they can bash through mm-hmm. makeups and you know makeup's not that complicated no but shout out to Bobby Brown because she got me through a lot of hard times with her contour powders did I, you Bobby B I used to spend 40 euros on them I wasn't oh, even making yes, 40 euros so expensive I loved them loved yeah. them anyway we'll wrap up on that we digress we digress in other news the whole world is starting to go on staycations including me mm-hmm. I stayed in a little bubble dome in the middle oh. of a forest in Fermanagh um, and it was quite lovely except there I am it's 6am it's fucking so bright. I was just going to say, how was the temperature um, in the dome? By half ten in the morning. Bacon, and, was and it? because I'd watched Eurovision, Leslie Roy's, and we'll come to Eurovision in a minute, yeah. Leslie Roy the night before, um, I had had a few drinks okay. while watching Leslie Roy. Yeah. And then because I was disappointed with the result, okay. I'd had even more drinks. Okay. So by half ten, I was like a nice 220 in the oven. Uh, just turn, bake me. Oh, so no. that was quite warm. But I only did one night in the bubble and then one night in this suite on the other side of okay. the lake. I would say it was gorge, it was fab. I felt like it was in a Taylor Swift video and I don't even like Taylor Swift. It's just something different. I feel like when you're talking about that, I have this fear comes over me about being at like electric picnic when yes. you wake up dying a death. Well, yeah. When they say wake up, come to yeah. in the tent <laughs> and you're literally like, you look Hold and on. you... D- demonstrate to the people like audibly your come to what it sounds okay. like. So three, two, one. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, do you know what the worst thing is? Is when you literally just, like, your eye flickers. It's like, a, you know when someone's been knocked out in a movie and then they're yeah. slightly coming to? Yeah. And you open and you just look 
and the first thing you see is a handful of nails and you realize <laughs> you were so fucked up you didn't take off your you nails. didn't take your nails off and then you're like you just look at your nails and you're like what else is on <laughs> you just have this fear this cold sweat breaks over you you're one in, titty still yeah, in you're in a fiberglass bubble mm-hmm. the heat is baking down there's a barbershop quartet singing rehearsing behind oh, you do you remember shout that out to them there's a lot of gays in that yeah. one and actually I, I i didn't appreciate them at 9am but i appreciated them at lunchtime they did not appreciate us because we had a few mouthy marys in our group mm. and they were saying sing us this sing us this and they were not they any were britney any britney was one yeah <laughs> so it god i miss those days yeah. oh. <laughs> Or else you just wake up in the tent because someone's pissing on your tent. Oh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Or, or nothing some... worse than a leak in oh. the t- like with roof leaks or there's oh like I remember where was it we went back and somebody was like my tent is full of water and I was just like as as all I was like zip I was like I'm going to bed. <laughs> so yeah, everyone's trying to make Ireland feel like Spain at the moment, yeah. and to be honest, we're very blessed with the weather, so it feels. Don't say nice. that. I feel like it's going to jinx. No, if the weather doesn't stay like this, then it's not gay rights and the okay. weather. Okay. man is fucking homophobic yeah. so okay i'm down with that do you know what i mean yeah yeah i'm down are, with that are you gonna do any staycationing yourself though no you know me i'm not i'm a bit of a homebody and uh until things start resuming feeling like life again yeah i just can't i can't i'm, I'm not that desperate for a holiday okay to be honest i'm really not like i feel like it's been stressful and all what we do but i don't need to go and sit in me very fair i don't need to sit me when i can sit at home in my own mm-hmm shit very fair <laughs> well, speaking I mean? of stress we spoke about a lot in the last two weeks yeah. we're very anxious at the moment mm-hmm. for multiple reasons our whole world has been virtual for the last year and i think i have a little bit of anxiety about going back to real life yeah. um i think that we were busy bees as such mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks anxiety about that and it's really been getting in on me so i made i put on my big girl panties and i got the number of recommendation for a little counselor okay. and i've started a little bit of counseling i've only done two sessions but i have to say i haven't done it since i'm age of 12 for your alcohol addiction no <laughs> just to talk it. shit out you know that kind of way i know it's let, let a little yeah. bit of the stress and the madness out of your head because we've been hus like you know it's that like film Hustlers by Jennifer Lopez mm. she could never do no. what we did in the last year like no. that poll would have been mint that being me. said we couldn't do what she did in yeah, that fair, movie fair, <laughs> like fair, let's fair. be real I'd wear that fucking fur coat though. I know well not faux fur faux fur faux fur and um, so I started and I had my second second um, session yesterday and I have to say there's something quite freeing about talking mm. to somebody who and it's through Zoom who I have no idea who she is I can tell her yeah. whatever the fuck I want and she's not going to turn around to me and go Ah, your gas girl. <laughs> I know. It's it's been like living in a pressure cooker mm. and even like having to do certain tasks, I find it's very difficult to yeah. do certain things and kind of try and stay positive and, and especially when you're like looked upon to be yeah. the life and soul of the party or to bring this it's very draining yeah. and not to be like Debbie down or to because no, we know this, I think this podcast this. This everyone po- is having yeah. this that's the only reason I'm bringing it up you're talking to me about it I'm talking to you about it and I'm sure lots of you at home have also got weird anxieties and basically I'm just saying it's okay yeah it, it, it's, it's, it's definitely a while. as they would say it's a mood it's definitely a mood that is out there and yeah, it's it's all just about kind of trying to manage it. Mm-hmm. But I feel, especially personally lately, I just it's kind of like it's overtaking me at times where it's uh, to get one thing done, I have to really focus on it. Yeah. So hopefully it just kind of passes. And you then know? you go into Starbucks and they don't have your fucking I know, favorite iced tea. Like, now you're trying. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna kill him. No, no she wasn't <laughs> like that. At all. Okay. Uh, on a lighter note, Rebecca Moore has started um, more life on YouTube. Oh. It's uh, behind the scenes. So the cocktail stories are no more. They're no more, right? And uh, Rebecca, by the way, had agreed to come and chat with us mm-hmm. and uh, on our podcast. And to be honest, the only reason I haven't gone back to her is I feel that she's going to think that we're just trying to. Um, 
get that juicy well we are Ramo so get back onto okay, it okay i will Thank i will you. i'm going to get back onto it um but in the next episode she there's a, a preview of it and she does say listen uh sophie said online a year ago that you know she wanted out of this i wish she had a fucking told me that then okay instead of putting me through what she's put me through this last year and she didn't like it when i said that about her fella and i knew it i don't know if anyone's watching but sophie's fella is a porn star as well yeah and Damien there's a little it? look in his eye, girl. Yeah. I and know. I know what that look is. Yeah. You know what that look yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll say no more on that because mm-hmm. it, that's her own private relationship. But go check out Rebecca's new YouTube show because it's quite nice. It's it's just Do normal. You know? Her daughter's in the first episode. Oh, well. Yeah. I, no, I will, I will check it out because mm-hmm. she's, they, to be honest, they were both very, very sweet when we had both them over last lovely. year for Pride or two years ago. Should lovely say. and very accommodating. And Do you know, I, I saw Sophie did uh, Instagram there recently and the boyfriend was on the thing. And the comments start he coming was in. Very aggressive. I think I didn't see the comments because I watched it later. But there must have been, yeah, there must have been some comments that mm-hmm. weren't, yeah, tasteful. I suppose because yeah. he was not happy. He was not happy, but also he was ready to fight from the get go. Yeah. So like that, I didn't like that because she's such a soft spirit and like and and just to to give you an idea, when the girls were backstage, they were exactly the yeah. same as what they were like <laughs> really on stage. Fun, like, really fun. Like to be fun. honest, it shocked us. Really fun, really sweet, and up for the crack. What else has been going? Eurovision. Down? Eurovision. Yeah, we are so disappointed, and we know we had such a fab chat with Leslie last episode, mm. and I was devastated for. Her. Mm-hmm. I was actually devastated. I couldn't I focus truly was. On, the, on the Eurovision because I truly of it. Was. I thought she did a great job. Really, good. I thought the staging was like totally she wanted to give us something that we hadn't had before yeah. and that's exactly what she did and you know what i was just so glad not to see two diddly eye fucking dancers on stage who aren't even touring with river dance anyway yeah. can i just say one thing that i did notice is like sorry by the way two of our favorite listeners are part of the river dance um team uh high up at the river dance we're, we're not saying that in relation not you to that. guys we're not I'm just saying you. love river dance but normally the ones that are end up on Eurovision aren't part of that. Uh, <laughs> just to be clear. Yes. But I think that some of the people, the Eurovision fans, especially the Irish fans, yeah. were really hard on Leslie. I thought I so. saw some comments that I'm just like, actually, right, like nobody knows what it's like to go out on that stage. No. To The nerves to represent after being, you know, pawned off for a year yeah. to come back. That takes a lot of balls, a, a lot. lot of guts and a lot of talent. Yeah. And like to be kind of so cutting or like yeah. mean yeah get the bus and let's be real there was about 60 versions of wild dances yeah. by what they called again um go go I know, I go know, yeah. wild dances and i'm like oh, yeah. you guys that's not going to be us that's no. not the kind of pop music we're ever going to deliver so we have to have something that represents ireland and she did it to the t and it makes me so happy to see her on her holidays at the moment wherever she is well deserved well fucking well deserved. deserved okay we have to address something before we move on mm-hmm. so everyone's talking about it the drinking in town the session in yes. town uh, the whole works i how do you feel about it my only thing is because i was in in town at the weekend and i and i did uh, have a few drinks and i left after an hour and the reason i left after an hour was it was just too many people and i'm not used to being around that mm-hmm. many people so it did give me anxiety so i left um my only thing is that I had a bag with me and I picked up my rubbish room on the way home. Yeah, yeah. Now, I understand that the bins are overflowing and the council have not done anything about that. Mm-hmm. And I think they're choosing not to do anything like that because I think they want town to look a fucking mess. Oh, absolutely. People. But you can't lock people in their homes like, you know, technically yeah. since Christmas and then say we're going to have an outdoor summer. And then when people go outdoors, 
cause abductions mm-hmm. and everyone that's vulnerable and supposed to be vaccinated is supposed to be mm-hmm. already they're the ones that we were staying at home for yeah. you know don't go out to the sesh because you'll kill granny granny's been vaccinated now yeah well so, actually sorry but mine's almost a year gone so oh, if you could sorry. be a bit sensitive sorry. i'm just kidding but it is like coming, uh coming up to her bring year. it down it's coming up to her year uh <laughs> the week of pride listen we'll be celebrating yours if you're not careful oh. uh yeah so that's that's one big one big thing like you can't yeah. tell people that it's total mixed messaging again but this is what we've got for the whole year so i'm so fucking over it now totally so i i'm saying go do your fucking drinking live go your have life. fun live your life if you could try and just not be such a rubbishy bitch yeah. <laughs> that's it that was the only thing that kind of like i was like oh gross Town clean up disgusting. your ass um and then that is it that comes to the yes. end of our little girly gossip well listen so we're going to do a petty promotional moment we're gonna have a little moment and last month we did a a patreon only exclusive event which was absolutely so much fun it's honestly one of the most favorite things we've done all year and with this being pride month we've decided that we're going to do another one on the 18th of june yes at 9 p.m mm-hmm. so if you are signed up to our patreon you should be getting an invite all details will it's be free. on the patreon it's totally free, free. You yeah can join our patreon from only two euros but i'm advising you go the whole way mm-hmm. and do the six euros because we have recorded so much fun content last week released we released okay let's try and do it it's a new series called Diva on Diva, where we uh, talk about our Our favorite favorite divas and just like really do a deep dive on them. It's available in video content. It's available in audio content. We have lots of really fun content, and we have lots of stuff we're filming this week as well. Upcoming, just really silly, kind of lighthearted video audio. It's all there, so do check it out and sign up because it it is worth it. And we always do a shout out to our Patreon person of the week. Who is our petty Patreon? It is the lovely Michael Ganley who sent us amazing message saying, you know, we all did a fucking lot of walks during lockdown. And he said, girls, thank you so much. This fucking podcast got me through so many five kilometer walks throughout lockdowns. So, Michael, we say thank you very much. Yeah. Keep walking. <laughs> no, keep, stop walking. Stop, no, keep walking. Unless the off light. I'm over Keep the joints moving, love. You don't want to seize up. <laughs> right, what's coming up next, Davina? Next up, we have an interview with fabulous a top Irish model, former Miss Ireland, mm-hmm. and star of Britain's and Ireland's next top model. It is the gorgeous Holly Carpenter. Holly Carpenter. Okay, you guys, we've got a very special guest in our hands. And to be honest, it's someone that I've been dying to have a proper gossip with for a while. Um, We know her because she is no shy beauty from around town. And we would bump into her in the George. Occasionally. Occasionally, (laughs) having a good time. But uh, she's kind of one of those people that's been there, done it all. And I think has a lot of stories to tell. So uh, we have the lovely Holly Carpenter on today. Hi, Holly. Hi, Holly. How are you? I'm lovely. delighted you guys asked me. Oh, lovely to have you. We, you were like our list has been so like it's so long, and and of course we do this like every two weeks, so it's hard to kind of try and fit everyone in. So we were like literally going through. We're like, we, right, we need to get these people on because there's like still a list of people that we need to get. So we're delighted to have you here. We yeah. finally got you. Yeah, wrangled yeah. you down. Three beauties in one podcast. Oh, I mean, I don't know how the people at home are going to handle this. I can tell yeah. you, we're all in yeah. full glam at the moment. Full glam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> full are, Monday yeah. glam. Love your wigs. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Love your wig too, hun. Uh, come here, Holly. Let's start with the important things. Uh, things just opened up in Dublin, so people have been able to get their hair, their makeup, their everything done. I saw that you were calling it on Fleek Week. How did that yeah. go for you? 
Yeah, Fleet Week was intense. I had a lot of work to get done. I felt like, you know, when you go into a car garage and they put the car up in that thing, <laughs> I wanted to get service. Like, I just wanted to lie there and have, like, all of the bits done to me. I know that sounds a bit rude. But I, <laughs> no, it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I did get my pedicure last week. I got my colour done. Um, I got my extensions out. So I don't have any extensions at the moment, which feels really weird. But I'm kind of enjoying the break. Like, I feel yeah. like... Maybe I've become a bit more natural. Do you think lockdown has changed you? Yeah, I'm a natural woman now. <laughs> same, same, same. <laughs> I give it two weeks. We'll be, we'll be like, lash oh, the stenos in. I know. I can't wait to go full glam. Like I want to be in like a slick blazer and like stilettos stamping around town yeah. because you kind of do get giddy going you win now. Like that was my first time in Brian Thomas there, and it is a bit weird though because you kind of feel I don't know about you guys. I almost have a bit of social anxiety like I don't yeah. want to stand close to people and so not because I'm afraid of getting a virus it's just that I don't want to be on top of someone or do you kind of feel like I saw uh, groups of people sitting down by the canal last week and normally I'd be like oh I'm so jealous but I, my, my gut like thought was oh my god so many people like yeah, and if yeah. and I'm like how has this happened where it's like mentally subconsciously you have this kind of social anxiety weird fear that's like right in the back of your mind where it was never there yeah. before it's weird totally. isn't it and then I feel like when I have my mask on and my sunglasses and my headphones like you're kind of so removed from everything yeah. you have that on and you feel like no one will you can walk past your best friend with your mask on they don't even know it's you like so there's this weird kind of buzz but I think we've all been through so much mm. that like we actually will take us a while to get back to that but then you're like he drinks when we were out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I have to say one thing I do love about this is that actually walking around with sunglasses and a mask on like it's a little bit touch of the Michael Jacksons but it's actually <laughs> kind of nice you know when you just like like you're the next morning after where your tan's worn off and you look just like hell yeah. and you're like actually here sunglasses oh, mask hood up you literally look like the invisible man walking around <laughs> I kind of love it <laughs> career holly you have done so much i i actually don't know what age you are but uh, you look very young Time i mean like a e- chanel bag I, I, <laughs> the lighting is on point you're looking great uh wh- what age are you because you've done so much i'm 29 there you go so- the Not ladies' even... age, 29. Yeah. That's the ladies' age. We always say 29 is always a good age to stay because then you never have to turn yeah. 30 and have a shit like party down Harcourt Street. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm going to go really extra for my 30th and okay. I think I'm going to have it in Mykonos. Oh, amazing. Um, all like all going well with everything restriction wise, but I'm going to get like, do you remember Paris Hilton's 21st dress? Yes, yes. of course. The silver kind of diamante. Yeah. Oh my God, amazing. Oh, iconic. I, yes. <laughs> love it. I love that you have your whole 30th planned and yeah. it's super glam. We're not even sure if we're going to be able yeah. to leave the house then. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for my 30th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I actually said, I saw my friend Evan earlier today and he was like, are you, you're not still 29, are you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, everyone always thinks I'm way older because I've been knocking around for years. Yeah. But like, I was 19 when I won Miss Ireland. That's so, crazy. Yeah, so that was 10 years ago. So it's mad that I literally went from like first year in college, like it was in NCAD, yeah. you know, like sitting out in the ground, drinking cans to literally being at Miss World and wow. everything changing. So that, yeah. that was kind of 2011 when everything, I never planned to get into yeah. modeling or pageantry. Pageantry. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny when you said that, like, because that's when you kind of first came onto my radar in particular. I was like, you know, this gorgeous new, like Miss Ireland. And I cannot believe that that's been... 10 years ago like where has the time gone it's nuts mm-hmm. and Holly were you modeling before that like um, how did I, that kind of come about yeah I joined a modeling agency called Compton agency ran by John oh. Compton who's like such a good friend now mm-hmm. he's lovely and I was just in college and I kind of um 
was like, I'll give it a go and do some test shoots with him. And then there was a pad, there was like, I think it was in Dandelion or something. It was Miss, <laughs> Un- it was Miss University. Okay. So I, you know, obviously Eamon. Yes. Friend of the two. Eamon was like, why don't you just like be Miss NCAD and go in there and win those designer jeans? Because there was a pair of designer jeans with price. They were like, <laughs> the the Victoria Beckhams or something, were they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were oh God, yeah. Was, like the dazzled pockets. Yeah. And everything. I was like, I need these jeans. So I went in representing NCAD, won Miss University, and then I was immediately put into the final of Miss Ireland. So it all was just kind of mad, but like it was so exciting as well. Yeah. And like, as once I'm in a competition like that, I get so competitive and I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm not really that competitive, but if I decide it really matters to me, then yeah. I was like, I have to win. Um, and I think because I didn't really play sports or anything growing up, I was kind of on the basketball team for a minute, but like nothing. <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so, but I think to have my family there, like at the final Miss Ireland and like cheering for me and getting up mm. and clapping and stuff, I felt like my brother always had those moments with his football. Well, and I was God. like, why is no one like clapping for me? So... <laughs> 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 it was kind of just like they played Katy Perry firework and there was a massive confetti gun. It was just so camp and beautiful. Oh, that's the like, dream. That actually sounds yeah. like a, like a premonition, you know, when you like see yourself like that's hilarious. So iconic. So <laughs> you, so you hadn't been kind of modeling before. That was your first kind of like forage yeah, into, was it? Yeah, it was. And back then it was such a different time. Like I didn't really have Instagram. I think I had it, but it was like, you. we didn't have Instagram stories mm, then. So mm. putting up a static was such a huge deal. Remember yeah. we'd all put up like a picture of a coffee cup and stuff. It was, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. So, like, so then it was more about like everything was in the papers. So I started yeah. being written about loads in the papers and then getting photo calls. Mm-hmm. But I actually won a car for Miss Ireland, but I kept failing my driving test. because. Oh I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That they wouldn't give me the car because I didn't even actually ever drive before my first test. I just uh-huh. went in and thought that it'd be fine. And I <laughs> so, I, so like, I used to have to do photo shoots with the car in the middle of Grafton Street in a pair of short shorts. And then it was being like, love my car with my crown on. And then they'd be like, all right, and they'd drive it off. Then I go off my Yaris. Oh my God, <laughs> stuff that. I mean, just, you mentioned the photo calls because yeah. Ireland has like a history of, I mean, I'm not sure how to describe mm. them. Slightly cringe protocols. They like, are absolutely iconic. Well, like, I just cannot get enough. I, back in the day, like, because I was working Mac, like, back, you know, like, in the no. mid-90s or mid-90s, <gasps> mid-naughties. And, like, we were always doing makeup for those protocols. And, like, you name it, like, people dressed as telephones. I actually did it even a couple. I was in, yeah. in a, t- a giant teacup at the top of yeah. Grafton Street. Like, mad shit. Or do, you, do you remember the one um, outside the RDS where they wanted us to get into, like, a, a, a paddle? 
swimming pool mud pit. full of mud. And yeah. we were like, no, in, in tights? Yeah. Drag it's tights? <laughs> and like, I feel like looking back, like there's definitely times where the models just weren't really treated that well. Like you'd be kind of just told mm. you the job at Stevens Green at two o'clock and you'd arrive and there'd be someone like, they're like, well, the parrot's going to be here soon. There was actually a parrot at one that they had to put on their shoulder. They'd be like, I was like, where can I change into my costume? You'd actually be like told to get in either the back of the photographer's car or in behind a bush in wow. the steel screen. And I like, I just look back and I'm like, it was actually all so yeah. weird. And then also, obviously, people would have really slagged Irish models because mm. it's kind of an easy target. Yeah. Um, and then it's that, like you, I just felt like the girls were always being slagged so much. And if, if you were a man, if you're a man and you were a gap player or a rugby player, you're untouchable. But the minute you say that you're a model, it doesn't matter what else you do. Like you just get slagged. That's so true. Weird. And it's real. Like, you know, cause there was always this kind of like Irish model, wasn't it? it yeah, was, that was the it tone. Was. And mm-hmm. it was just yeah. so like, you're totally right. That is totally the, the way it was. But there yeah. was, there was, um, I think a big, like, what would you say? Like collation between kind of like Irish models and like this, like they were celebrities more. So it was yeah, like think, Irish yeah. celebs. Because they kind of, we didn't have, you couldn't see people's holiday photos and stuff as much on Instagram or whatever. Like it was more about what was in the papers. So like you'd go to an event or something and like you'd be kind of terrified because you'd get like sack the stylist or you'd see someone and it, there was kind of this like pressure with it all. Yeah. And especially only being 19, I think I was definitely naive and like thrown into the deep end a bit with it. But like, obviously there's times that were just so funny, but like, I do love looking back at that era of Ireland where it's just so gas like like especially like even older ones like slightly older ones than me uh, like Glenda Gilson and stuff yeah. they would have to do like the most bizarre protocols because like yeah. I don't know but it was just an iconic moment it, and then obviously Instagram took over but like I feel like a lot of the people now that are big on Instagram and stuff that only were always ever yeah. blog they kind of missed that weird part where we were all like working going, actually yeah, working going, yeah like going to the VIP style awards and like doing all this mad stuff and like you'd have to be out there and in it you uh-huh. know yeah uh-huh. And it was kind of like very social, wasn't it? So there was a big social scene attached to it. So it was like you were always out and about in nightclubs and being spotted and all that. I miss that that side of Irish life and Irish culture because that's just, it's real flat now. And you know, the people that were out and about, they were great crack as well. And characters. There was characters. And yeah. now, now people are, dare I say, a lot of people are very two-dimensional and very flat because they're too afraid to get cancelled or they're afraid mm-hmm. to say this. Or I know. It's, it's kind so of, true. Like, I think... Yeah, the whole cancel thing is such a weird one because like on one hand, I think it's great that people are being more cautious with how they speak and why, the way they talk about things. But you can't just have a, the crack anymore yeah. sometimes. Mm. I feel like anything you say is taking me out of context and especially with the pandemic. Like they had me on um, talking to Pat Kenny recently just about kind of lockdown fatigue. What a dish, and- Pat Kenny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like um, paranoid android, isn't he? He's like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, quite robotic, but like he is obviously an icon as well. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> but like <laughs> I had to go on and talk to him and I was just kind of saying it's mad how you can think back to your life before you'd get up I'd do a gym session meet someone for breakfast go to a meeting come home change go to an event get ready for something that night end about for drinks and you do it all again tomorrow and I'm like now I go for a walk with my dog and I do like, like you know the, the most smallest the bare <laughs> minimum like I need a nap yeah so I was like, I think everyone's just wrecked like from yeah, the yeah. actual day-to-day stress of everything we've been through and mm-hmm. um, I was talking about that so and I also said look at the end of the day I know we have the 5k rule at the moment mm-hmm. but if 
the sea is 10k from your house and if it makes your day so much better mm-hmm. to get out and jump in the sea and come home i was like i really don't see the problem no. in bending restrictions that way and then of course then he said to me oh yeah same thing you know i think i can't think of anyone i know who hasn't slightly bent restrictions the next thing a headline article goes up holly carpenter says um that it's okay to bend lockdown restrictions. oh fuck it's, off it's so crazy well, isn't it fuck off. and then you can imagine the comments are all like girls yeah. like her make me sick mm. what an entitled little cow yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I just say on that though, because I am a nosy cow myself. So after a few glasses, <laughs> One of- out <laughs> but after a few glasses of wine, like I will sometimes do a deep dive on like certain little posts that people have done. You get it hard on on Instagram, and to be honest, sometimes it takes a lot of restraint for me not to take on the fight for myself. And I know um, our friend Pixie has actually taken on a few people because they've been. I don't know what it is. I I, I think it plays into the fact that you're female for a start mm-hmm. and um, jealousy as well and like, jealousy let's call, like, there I is think that. people are afraid in this country to say and we're saying that just before anyone else runs yeah. that we're saying <laughs> like, the jealousy word I, but you see that with like lots of different people I have lots of like girlfriends and stuff like that that are glam online and, and they do get stuff like that and, and people can't are afraid to say it because mm-hmm. it's almost like there's a shame in that because it's almost like you're fab and people are je- people are jealous Yeah, yeah. like that is like I understand that like everyone has their opinion on everyone and I know that I think I can just maybe somehow rub people up the wrong way sometimes I don't know like what I actually particularly do just (laughs) I don't know but I think people know that if they say something to me I will either say it back or put it on my story or tweet about it like I'm not one to be like oh do you know what like I'm not gonna react because it's hard not to but like sometimes I'm like it's the same people and I'm like why are you still following me if everything I do irritates you like imagine going and choosing to follow someone you don't like and messaging them about the fact that you don't like their outfit or whatever you think they're that's like me to victoria yeah (laughs) (laughs) you control your own friends that's why it's totally it's true yeah it's and it's i i was only thinking about that when i was walking up like and there is so much of that kind of trolling going on and i think people do it like now for sport and especially i think in the pandemic people are at home and they're more on their phones and they're just looking to lash out or to Mm -hmm. have that what was it i was calling people like your covid frustration target do you know what i mean that's just so true like all this mad stuff of filming everyone on south william street and tweeting it going look the state this or taking pictures of the canal obviously i know that like on one hand we had a case where it probably did get a bit out of control in town and mm. I don't know but it's just like I don't want to lose our Irish culture of just yeah. being such good crack yeah. all getting on with each other it's like the pandemic has kind of turned people against each other a little bit because we're all so well it's just- dividing people it's dividing yeah. and and I think when people see people kind of like doing things that maybe if they're following restrictions to the T and then they see someone that, that might have been through society, they're like well how come I'm sacrificing this and that person isn't and then it just goes mm-hmm. you know show me the person that's following on it yeah. to the tea. But anyway, let's yeah. actually move on to brighter things because we are both huge top model fans and yes. we obviously spoke a bit about your modeling. Um mm-hmm. and I remember so clearly I remember so many instances on that show. It looked like a very hard show to film. I'm guessing, especially at that time, maybe the budget wasn't very fancy either. So it wasn't maybe the nicest circumstances in the background. But I also just remember clearly 
them coming for you about your makeup and this was Britain and Ireland. Oh, sorry, next did top I not say what it was? I just said top model. So <laughs> sorry, Britain, Ireland. Britain and Ireland's next top model, and they had had history with like Lisa Snowden, wasn't she the host? And then yeah. obviously they got like a bit of it. I think they moved to Living or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They, I think that's where I kind of would have loved to have done it back in the Abby Clancy era, yeah. where it was it was on a different channel. It was a bigger deal, but I still think it was kind of it was still relevant. Mm-hmm. But I think more people in the UK watched it than here. But um, I actually was just watching Top Model one time at home and at the end, the credits were like, to apply, just follow this link and it goes to the website. And I was like, I'm just going to apply and not tell anyone. And then I ended up doing an interview over the phone and then I had to fly over and do like an interview in London, fly back and do it again. It's just mad like how so many of these shows, there's so much before you ever get on. Yeah, I don't think people are aware of that as well. They just see what comes out like for that hour or whatever, even though it's taken so much prep and crap to kind of get together. Exactly. And they were like to me, look, if you if it goes into the papers or anything that you're coming here or that we're away filming this, like we're just going to edit you out of the show. So I had to lie to like all of my friends and family because I couldn't really trust anyone. And I didn't want to be like, what if I tell one of you guys and you get overexcited on a night out and accidentally tell somebody and then you feel so bad. So I was just Mm. like, I'm not going to tell anyone. So I told my friends of all the things I've just said. But I was going doing a jewellery making course in Manchester. <laughs> a jewellery making oh course. My god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Actually, it was funny because I like. I think I even tried to lie to Eamon or did he know something? Some of my friends were literally like, "My mom, how's the jewellery course going for Holly?" And my mom would have like a bead of sweat. She'd be like, oh, "Yeah, it's going grand." And they're like, "Why is your phone off?" She's like, "Oh, she lost it when she got to Manchester Airport." Like the whole thing <laughs> just like snowballing. That's hilarious. Oh my god, you and Elizabeth Duke over in yeah. Manchester, like. <laughs> What kind of jewellery would you have been making, just out of curiosity? I don't know. See, I was studying ceramics glass and metals at one point in NCAD, so I thought it was sort of Beach glass. Beach glass (laughs) jewellery. Beach glass. (laughs) (laughs) But I think there was like 14 girls, and the judges were obviously Elle McPherson, former supermodel, um, and... (laughs) Former supermodel. (laughs) (laughs) And who else? Kylie Minogue's sister, Danny Danny, yeah. yeah. Tyson Beckford, who's your man on the motorbike in the top. Oh, dish. Video. Well, we know him. You yeah. don't have to describe him yeah. at all. I oh, have about five I pictures in my head of him already. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they I, kind of had me typecast as the pageant girl. And okay. she was like, you're playing so much makeup. And I wasn't like, I was like, I think. Do that again? What, were you, what was she saying? <laughs> I thought my Australian accent. You're playing so much makeup. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah and i used to get roasted for it and i'd be like really because one of the girls would come in like with this full smoky eye and a plum lip and i'd have like the smallest winged liner and mm. i'd get dragged like so i was just i knew and they do were... you think do you think they were being told the producers were probably telling them to to, yeah. to do that because that feels very pointed doesn't it yeah it does and also there was all these mad things like where like because obviously Elle would only ever go on camera when there's two massive ring lights were on her that would knock okay. her years off like which is fair <laughs> just say not I mean, 12 years off 20, <laughs> 20. <laughs> well i'd be the same if i was on a show like that i'd be like come on follow me around with that but yeah. um so she i remember one time we all had a fairy tale theme shoot and all the girls were princesses and Elle just looked at me and goes you're gonna be the wicked witch oh. and i was like i'm fine with that I was like, I think when you're watching a Disney show, you always remember more about the, the villains. villains. Yeah, they're absolutely. More, like they're way more camp and loud and in charge. And glam, to be honest as yeah, well. Glam. Yeah, glam. So they put me in this awful witch costume. Like I had a hat and like all this stuff and I was just like freaking out. And I had a fight with one of the girls, Angel, right before I went on. And um, 
Elle just turned the corner and was like, what's wrong, Holly? And she's like, got the guys to bring all the lights around. And I was like trying not to hyperventilate in the costume because it was so tight. And I was just like, oh, no, it's nothing. I just kind of, and she was like, tell me exactly what happened. So like I, I told her what Angel had said. She's like, look, don't worry, get in there. You'll be great. And then when we went to the di- to the delivery room afterwards, whatever it's called, where we're going through, who's going home? She's like, I was so disappointed in you, Holly. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you should never bring your problems to work at a photo shoot, turning around and telling me in front of everyone what Angel said to you. And I was like, but you asked me to tell you. And she was like, that's not the point. And I just remember feeling so, like there were so many moments like that where like you feel like you're doing the right thing yeah. and then it gets turned on you and what a head fuck gaslighting it's so mad and also like because there's 14 of us in total at the start and 11 of us were in one bedroom with all our suitcases all our shoes all our makeup and then there was like five camera guys three producers two runners all living in the house as well so like there was so so intense yeah, there was, and you weren't allowed to like tell your parents, like ring your parents or anything. So you obviously took your phone. So you'd get two phone calls home a week and they have to be recorded on camera. So even if I wanted to ring my boyfriend at the time, they would be like, you've got four minutes because one of the girls is in next after you. And you'd be like trying to be like, tell them like, oh, I did an underwater photo shoot and then we just shoot the snake and I really miss you. And you're trying to talk, but then yeah. your phone is on. And like, also I found it kind of stressful because I tried to be so skinny before I went. Mm. I was like half the size wow. I am now. Like I was very thin. And um, they would like, they wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't know what your shoot was the next day. So you could be doing a nude shoot the next day and the crew would just bring you all in pizzas for dinner the night before. Oh, and like, you'd be, up you'd be up filming till like midnight. And I just remember being so hungry, but I didn't want to eat the pizza because I thought we might get like a nude photo shoot the next day. Yeah. And I was just definitely like under eating, missing my family, freaking out, like not sure what the producers wanted me to do. Like I yeah. thought Elle hated me. So like I definitely came home after that experience being a little bit like... What an shoot. emotional roller coaster. Yeah, like. it was. I was and what off, a... But it, too like you were saying like that there was like 14 girls and like did you like did you have any kind of kinship with them did you like was there any of them that you were kind of close with or what was the vibe there Sophie, Naomi and Saffron, we were like the four of us were inseparable. Our, our beds were in a row and like they all came over to Dublin and we did a big night out and everything. And like they're so sweet. Like so I, I still follow all of them on Instagram and that kind of thing. Like I think you kind of it was like we went through something together. Yeah, you know, mm, of course. Like, now, Trauma. Whenever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now like when I watch things like Big Brother or, you know, Love Island and stuff, you know, when you see someone just freaking out mm. and people on Twitter are like, she's so dramatic, why is she bawling, crying, like, blah, blah. I actually feel like so sorry, sorry mm, for them now yeah. because you can understand everything going on in the background and yeah. how you're, you're so far removed, you've no control. It's like being a kid again because you can't just decide to get your phone and go to the bathroom you need to ask permission for everything but like it's just mad because you know what it's like when you're putting on any kind of production or whatever you're like how did they get that shot of like the girls walking out of the house and then walking back so everything we did like the crew would move so you know a small thing would yeah. take ages yeah. yeah but i think after that like it was brilliant but i kind of felt like i'd done miss world i'd done britain sex top model and then i didn't really know what to do next mm. yeah, you know, that's the thing yeah. You're just like, and do you feel like you were kind of um what would you say like kind of pigeonholed or something because of top model like where you kind of did it hinder you in any way or did it enhance um, things for you it did enhance things I remember I was still getting booked by like Brian Thomas and like Arnett's and stuff afterwards so I was still I was worried that I'd be kind of put as like a reality tv star yeah. so it's, I was still getting booked for good modeling stuff and all that kind of thing but I think yeah I kind of it helped me get more tv work like I've done some like oh god I did celebrity master chef and Samantha Mumbo was on it the same year oh, as me yeah. Yeah. I heard her chatting with you guys. She's so, so cool, isn't oh, she? Like, we love Yeah, like yeah. One, of, yeah. one of the best. Yeah. I know, she's honestly just so sound, but she, I was the first one kicked off Celebrity Master <laughs> <laughs> I, Can you cook? 
Uh, not really. Like I wouldn't be the best, but I, I made a sauce. It was, is it, how do you say Bernays sauce? Yeah, I and think that's it, right. Bernays. Bernays. Like loads of butter and vinegar, but they kept telling us that we have to taste it as we went, but I was just forgetting to taste it. And I threw loads <laughs> of vinegar in. Cause like, obviously like the camera guys around you and you're like, you've got two minutes left and you're freaking out. So then when they went to eat, the, the little chives that I put in it kind of went black and I was like <laughs> it looked like vanilla <laughs> yeah, I was like is that what's happening so then they, they tasted it and they were both started coughing and a crew member had to come in and bring them water and I was like oh <laughs> they were like did you even taste Killed this that's, like, that's yeah, iconic and oh. so like when these reality shows kind of approach you like do you like because Samantha was saying like that she, um like uh, Dance on Ice came to her and she was like yeah. that was one of the ones that suited her kind of lifestyle and she was you know around at the time and she was approached by all these other were you approached by other reality shows about getting involved um, I did actually do an interview for Love Island oh wow uh, yeah I've never really talked about it because I was just like I don't know I felt like what time what age was I I was actually nearly 28 and it was the year just after Maura so it was quite recently okay. and I because I saw how well she did and I was like you know what fuck it like I've been single for like I had been single for like six years uh-huh. and I was like do you know what like I might as well just do this mm. but it was kind of weird like the interview I actually went into ITV because I did two interviews and they were kind of like so what would you say if like you walked into the room and the boy you liked was like talking to another girl I'd be like I'd wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, fuck, fuck him, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They obviously wanted someone who's like, oh, I'd go up and not tell him that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think yeah, if yeah. I was like 20, it would have been more iconic. But yeah. I was just like, I'm 28 and I just don't know if I get in here and all these lads are like juiced up, like, you know, like mm. proper Love Island, like typical guys that I wouldn't probably fancy and stuff. But it's just funny because I just think I have so much respect for Moore Higgins. Like you, you blink and she's launching another bloody product. Yeah. Or I, I another- think so. But like, I, I think Moira is the product now do you know yeah. what I mean and she mm-hmm. kind of went on as the product like when you're talking about that if I could see you I have watched Love Island Davina hasn't really uh like you're almost a bit too real for it because yeah, I, 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 I just don't think you'd be like the producers would be looking for something very specific you know that kind of way but Thank you, I appreciate that I also think though they love having people that they can mold and like right. I remember completely playing the game on love on um britain's sex top model because they'd kind of come in and one of the producers would say to one of the girls oh um did you hear what holly said when she was getting changed and like they'll plant seeds and the next thing a girl just storms in and starts giving out to you or whatever so like i yeah i think maybe i was too mature and i think because a lot of the people who go on love island they literally go from wherever they're working in a salon or whatever they're doing and it's their first time ever doing this but because i suppose because my family a lot of people like i grew up my granny was quite famous in Ireland yeah. and stuff like that. So it's like I was always around kind of level of media training, always right. knowing what to say and how to handle situations. So I don't know if I would have been too switched on for Love Island by then. Just about that, because uh, obviously you did uh, Dancing with the Stars Ireland mm-hmm. and you were partnered up with Curtis, who was on... Oh, yeah, um, was on Love Island. Love Island. I, I'm going to be real. <laughs> you oh. kind of rotted me on Love Island, being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and... And for some reason, every t- anytime I even see AJ as well, who's his oh, brother, the two me, of them, I'm like, he me more. AJ's like a little girl looking at me. I'm like, she, that skin is just too pretty. I can't take it. Flawless. Oh, so flawless. But um, so what was it like in general working with Curtis before Love Island? Because now obviously his life has completely changed. 
It's so weird. I remember when we went to the mixer for um, Dancing with the Stars and none of us knew who was going to be on it. Mm. So it was all really hush hush. And I just arrived and I saw Darren Kennedy and I was like, oh, my God. And I got so excited when I saw him. And then I saw like, you know, everyone else that was there. And I was like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. And they introduced me to Curtis. And like initially I was like, he's unreal. I thought he was like really hot, really confident, really tall. I was like, this is going to be great. But then I think because when someone's your dance partner, they're always just telling you what to do. And <laughs> I start hating them. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, I understand that you're a professional dancer and I can't dance and stop telling you what to do. So then I was just like, um, you kind of like, everyone would be kind of sort of fighting with their dancers a bit because yeah. it was such an intense, like we'd be doing training for that eight hours a day um, or maybe more sometimes. And obviously you're dancing on live TV in front of like, the whole country like the viewings for um, the viewership for that show is great in Ireland but I definitely loved that experience but I felt like the way everything went because while I was dancing with Curtis he got injured and then they gave me another dancer called Kent from Australia who okay. was really nice but like we didn't have the same, the same trend. connection yeah. like, yeah. it was trend, not Kent. Trend. <laughs> 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 I'm Kent. Um, obviously made a huge impression <laughs> but, uh, we just didn't have the same kind of banter as I had with Curtis so yeah. and then the weird thing was that he was actually flying home the Monday after the last live show I did and I was like who am I gonna if I don't get eliminated this weekend what am I gonna do and they're like um we have how we figured that out like we think you might have to dance with Ian the choreographer and stuff oh, so wow. I was like and I was kind of like can I say this when the judges asked me like can I say I'm really hoping that I get voted and they were like no so I wasn't allowed to say it and then he was already leaving the next day and then I got kicked off Okay, we're going to cut that there. That was our interview with Holly Carpenter, uh, fan of the show. She always listens in. So, Holly, we could have honestly chatted for like hours long. So, yeah. we're going to just wrap that up there. If you want to check the rest of the interview, it's going to be over on our Petty Patreon. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find Holly on Instagram, where, Davina? At Holly Carpenter, or you can find her on Twitter at, at Holly0910. And to be honest, you guys, Twitter is where the juicy stuff is. Yeah. That's where Check she's bound out. to say something about a GAA <laughs> player and then the GAA heads come first. Also, Davina, that was a wonderful sales pitch for our Patreon, so I'm just yes. going to give you a round of applause. Thank sales you. person of the month Thank you. Um, for Thank the you. Petty crew, and there's only Thank two you. of us, so yeah. it's either going to go to oh, her employee or of the me. Month. <laughs> she's employee of the month. But uh, how about we get into it? It's that time of the old it week, is isn't it? It is our favourite time. <laughs> Rotter of the week. So it is time for Rudder of the Week. And, uh, this is my how... favourite time. And I, as I said, I love listening with Virgin Ears. So hit me with your first Rudder of the Week. I want to be surprised and I want to give you like an honest, real reaction. This is uh, honestly petty. It okay. is petty. But I love I'm it. fucking sick of it. Okay. I live in an apartment building okay. that's easy to access. Okay. My first Rudder of the Week Ooh. is delivery drivers okay. that won't get out of the fucking car. Like they ring you when they're outside okay. and they won't come out of their car. Oh, I have not experienced this. Now I tip every single driver, every single driver. Now we're talking specifically food here. Okay, However, I was thinking, I was like, you tip like the DHL man. Well, I, no. I, did, I tip the DHL man, but not with money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tip every single like delivery driver. Yeah. Oh, but it's two quid. Absolutely. Two quid, you stingy yeah. bitch. <laughs> well, girl, how much food are you ordering? I'm not spending more than uh, 20, 20 euros. Oh, okay. How okay. much are you tipping? More than two euros. 
So what, two euros, ten cents? Two euros, it? fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's specifically, and I'm going to say the company, I'm going to do it. Do it. The Camille drivers oh, okay. won't get out of the cars. Okay. They won't. So, like, you can literally drive into my car park okay. and it's right beside my front door. They won't come into the car park. They'll ring to say they're outside. I have to put runners on. Now, I know that's, you know, like, yeah. not a big deal. I don't mind doing it. But then I do think, what am I tipping them for? Okay. Can I can I also tell you that so a very good friend of ours who's an avid listener, Efren mm-hmm. Bailey, who's probably listening to this right now. Just mm-hmm. sweet Bailey. He has very, very same rotter. Bailey is very petty about the about this as well because she's Bailey, not as easy to access though. No, Bailey lives on a third floor, so he insists that the driver brings the food to the door. He's like, Well, I'm paying for it, it's gonna come up. Mm-hmm. And there's one driver in particular that he has been having like a feud with for mm-hmm. he's like literally they have wars and he's like, No, you have to come up. I'm not dressed. Like there's every <laughs> excuse I'm not dressed. or whatever, you know, there's always an excuse. Mm-hmm. And he stopped ordering from the place because the driver wouldn't come up. Yeah. So we we laugh at this all the time Bailey is determined so I know you're listening there Bailey she's probably screaming at the yeah. screaming at the wireless yeah uh, absolutely so yeah I, I can relate to that they it's should a, bring it to well, well yours is on a main street yeah but you're also ground floor I'm ground like, floor it's not like you have to go into like a building apartment no. block or up a lift or whatever yeah. this is too it's kind of to your door yeah absolutely so I get that it annoys the hell out of me and to them I say how dare you <sighs> Bastard. Uh, I have two. I have one really f- kind of silly one, but another one that I I didn't tell you this day, but it, this really, really rotted me. Mm-hmm. And it only happened when I was on my way here today. Mm. So uh, I was... Are you okay, Luck? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you sure? Well, Do you d- want a hug? It could, uh, no, this could have gone a bit... I kind of had to kind of check myself a little bit. Okay. But um, so I was getting the bus. Oh. Yeah, I get the bus. Sorry about that. I, I get the bus. I like to, you know, be with the people, see what mm-hmm. the people are wearing, mm-hmm. see the fashions. Not familiar, can't <laughs> no. relate. And uh, while I was waiting there, there was this gang of kids. Now, I mean like a huge gang, like maybe... Ages? 15. They're probably around 15, 16. Terrifying. Boys, girls, real loud, real leery. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Posh kids pretending to be rough. Oh. So... Didn't feel as threatened. Was mm-hmm. like, can see through this bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls standing in one group, the boys standing under, the boys being super loud. Mm-hmm. Literally like the testosterone and estrogen levels all over the place. Hormones flying. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of mind their business, smoking a bit of hash, whatever. Over the, hash. 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 Who, who is still smoking hash in 2021? Are they not smoking the like kiddies. weed? The kiddies. It's not weed who now. Cares? I don't know what it is. Davina back in the 1996, hash. like when everyone was <laughs> right? like grinding up hash. So... Then, so where I am, it's like kind of like it's the first bus stop of the route. And this uh, this man gets off the bus. He was, he's like, um, I think he's uh, Down syndrome. So mm-hmm. he gets off the bus yeah. and he's he's obviously getting his connecting bus and he's standing. So there's just two of us. And I could feel the tone change when that man got off the bus. So he's standing beside me and all these kids kind of turn. And I could feel, I just said, I, like I could feel the energy. They kind of were basically pointing and kind of having a moment, right? So at, at you th- no at, at this poor man okay so I just stood up I fucking took my mask off I took my glasses off because I want to fucking eyeball these cunts yeah I heard one of them like say something smart mm. how old was the man like thirty maybe forty but like just mind his own business so a bit he was a bit younger than you then a bit younger just a touch and like clearly just you know on his way so mm. I just I stood up from the seat because I was sitting there and I was like I'm not fucking having this and I yeah. just said I'll leave it out literally just like yeah. loud because the man I don't think they even know 
but it just I could feel the tone because you Trouble. know if one person says something it's going to escalate mm-hmm. and what my rotter basically is is just little fucking shits yeah. that like are going to cause trouble or yeah. be and you know there's loads for going around but who's raising these fuckers I know just like actually be fucking ke- mm-hmm. be nice and mm-hmm. be kind mm-hmm. and that cuts me to my fucking mm-hmm. soul when yeah. I see someone like a vulnerable person or someone that's and I now kind of thought I was like they could have like literally like if that escalated or went a yeah. certain way you suffer with something that we both do which is called drag queen rage so yeah. it starts in your tippy toes yeah. it goes all the way to the top of your head and before you know it you can take on the world yeah. like we could lift a car you guys <laughs> like in our heads I just like anyone that's like vulnerable or on their own like that mm. like you know you don't be fucking slagging people or taking the piss out of people or just don't do it don't do it when Mm -hmm. i'm around don't Mm -hmm. do it on my watch i'm not having it just be kind be nice be sound and i hate seeing it yeah yeah because i i and you know what to be honest one one of the kids that was there actually kind of looked and kind of like i could see he kind of twigged that was like this is not cool and kind of it just stopped Yeah, yeah yeah but it could have gone who was raising these people i know so that is my rotter of the week. Just because like rotten kids. That is like group mentality. Like bullying anyone mm-hmm. or commenting on anyone or mm-hmm. mind your own fucking business. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that this, was that this, was my first rotter of the week. And this was to be on the bus. You're acting the bollocks. It was me. Oh my god, that was literally was bus. me. Yeah. Yeah. So it was before we got on the bus, which was okay. great. So. Do you want to hear a very quick story yes. about me on the bus? Yes. When I was in secondary school. You're going to laugh. Of course was, I'm going to laugh. It traumatic. You're okay. going to laugh. Just to be clear to the listeners, she's laughing because it's me. Okay. If it was a random person that experienced this, she wouldn't laugh. Okay. So I'm sitting up near the front because I used to sit near the driver because I was a nervous yeah. Nelly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because you're a young woman on your own traveling. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a kid from Blackrock College. Okay. The like poshy school. Yes. We're aware. Uh, and I was from the school around the corner, we'll not, say. Not common. No, no, but I wasn't from that fucking no. school either. You weren't from the school of and hard knocks on Facebook. <laughs> no, and they there was a gang of them up the back, and they were like chit chatting, chit chatting, and like one of them then came up to get off the bus, but mm. stood beside me, okay, and started to chat to me right. and was being nice, okay. okay, being nice, and I was on my own, and then all of a sudden, it, the bus stopped for him to get off, right. and he gave me a full clatter. <gasps> To the side of the face. Oh my god! Okay, I was expecting you. No, expecting oh no, to react no. Different. And not after what I know. It just happened That's so awful. quickly, and no one even noticed. That's horrible. No one. No, even noticed. I know. I would not laugh at that. I think that is like that's just what what, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I hate shit mm-hmm. like that. I yeah. don't find it fucking funny. I've no time for it. Yeah. This that that's so bullying and pointed yeah and it's like i've no time for that and yeah. like that that drives that cuts me to my fucking mm. core i hate that shit but that's why i spent my whole teenagers feeling like i stood out for that's those awful. reasons you know that kind of way yeah. like you were like you, you stood out and you were potentially a you're checking yourself like panty said in yeah. that thing and that's it's so true it's yeah like it, that's awful like no i would not laugh at that and i think yeah. that's fucking awful so anyway i i basically and, stood beside the driver from then on that's kind of what i was thinking about today like you know when you see people people like that or you see elderly people mm. or maybe like people that have a disability or whatever like they're vulnerable and they they need to be kind of looked out for and we yeah. all need to look out for each other yeah but to have that group mentality because it just takes one fucker yeah one well, the fucker. problem was all those people were still down the back of the bus exactly. so then i sat there like petrified it's the awful. thing anyway. well listen bus rotters are the rotters yeah. like for sure okay. and one other rotter that i think is i don't know now how if this is one thing that just drives me nuts which is just so ridiculous yeah obviously like you know 
people are getting vaccinated people are having little get togethers mm-hmm. and you know people are just sitting in each other's gardens mm-hmm. people who cannot use a fucking indoor voice yeah, oh God, use yeah. your indoor voice yeah. bitch like yeah. you know you see these people at like little soirees and the voice just keeps escalating yeah. and you're like shh I- I'll if tell you, you have something. to be shushed if you have to be shushed more than twice don't come back don't come back I'm going to tell you something um, so me and Davina in our heyday pre-lockdown uh, we're finally in, engaged in some late night um, what are they called reveling reveling okay <laughs> but I have a, a, a time limit in, in me like right. I'm like an L one so 5am is really when okay. I'm like that's my cut off point so I might go to bed but if I've invited Davina back say with two other friends <laughs> to my small apartment by the way like I can go to bed and not hear anything because once Davina Divine is at the party everyone can hear music there's music playing but at a low level none of your neighbours are going to yeah. complain and no one's going to raise their voice they call me Davina Decibel Divine do you know that? <laughs> do they actually? <laughs> no I do I, I, love I, that. That <laughs> I won't even hear them leave and the next morning I wake up going oh hey hun are you still hearing you in the sitting room? like did you fall asleep on the couch? no she's gone she's had her full sleep as well yeah. like gas like so people I'm very aware of like because people have neighbours people but when people get drunk some people's volume levels just escalate Absolutely. it drives me fucking nuts like if, if you are one of those people that have to be shushed at a party mm. like more than twice three times max three strikes and you're out yeah. and then if you ever notice i don't know if you like i'm just very hyper aware of someone screeching or because it's all like focus focus look at me if you look if, if you ever look around the period if you see people's eyes shifting to each other mm-hmm. that's always a sign you're in trouble a fucking sign because it, it's, yeah. it's non-verbal yeah it's yeah. like I think I learned from my bulldog it's like look, you give the eye she'd ask yeah. you to leave I'm just saying mm-hmm. it okay I have the finest okay. final like little Tell me. rudder and it's going to be very quick it's a specific TikTok I've come to be okay with TikTok I love Dr. Pimple Popper on it okay. it's my go-to is I that the TV watch- show? yeah but like there's there's just people squeezing skin yeah. all day long. I could watch that okay. for hours. Why? I don't get it. Maybe I'm missing out on something. The one that is, we're getting ripped tonight. Or I pee that. And I'm just seeing it over and over <laughs> and over and over again. And you all look so stupid. And I know I look stupid too on, on the TikTokers. But like, oh. I'm struggling with TikTok. As a, as like, I can enjoy some people's TikToks. But I, I still don't really understand what the platform is. I know. I don't know. I, there's all these like you know covering the camera and then you have to, like transformations and all this I just what is it like I just don't want that one anymore so if you could all stop okay. doing that one that would be my uh, request of the week but you guys that's the end of our yes. episode and I actually really enjoyed that me and Davina sat down and we're like we have nothing really to talk about today <laughs> and it cut to 44 minutes later yeah. not including the interview we've been chatting non-stop um, okay reminder time find us on our Instagram we have exclusive content only over there ask Petty Little Things mm-hmm. pod please subscribe to it subscribe to the podcast because there are people that are listening that aren't subscribed but they watch yeah. and listen every bloody week Do. what's your reminder it'll help us be more found and more present uh, my reminder is just to tell somebody about this podcast w- one person share the love yeah. if you enjoyed it even if you didn't yeah. <laughs> just tell somebody yeah absolutely leave us a review five star bitches only because what are we five star honey five star fortunate uh, and also make sure you check out our Patreon even if you only join us for a little month because we have stunning content over there like, I have to say the Patreon is actually really fun it's yeah. it feels like a different thing like the podcast this podcast is great and we love doing this yeah. but the 
the patron feels like a separate thing. We didn't really know what we we're going to do with no. it. And I'm going to say I I was driving the truck mm-hmm. and Davina was in the background. Are you sure about this? Yeah. And then a turning point happened a month ago where Davina was like, "I'm really enjoying doing the patron yeah. bits now." So yeah, come over. Have we a didn't nose. really know what we were supposed to be doing, but now they feel fun. They're exciting to do, mm-hmm. and we like. I think you. I think people are enjoying them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I am at Victoria Secret Dublin on Instagram. Davina is at Davina Divine, and we're both absolutely ready to get our tits out and get out in the sun because it's gorgeous outside. Slide into the DMs, honey bunnies. (laughs) But until next time, stay petty. Stay petty. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.